0: to the Tuscarawas
1: County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo.
2: Welcome to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. I'm filling in today for Jody Salvo. My name is Autumn Poland. I am the health educator, one of the health educators at the Tuscarawas County Health Department, and also a co-chair for the Vaping Task Force um, as a part of the Tuscarawas Anti-Drug Coalition. So I'm here today with a couple of other lovely ladies. If you want to
3: introduce yourselves, go ahead, Diana hi i'm diane smith i'm from ohio guidestones and i'm also a member of the anti-drug coalition
1: i'm susan monticelli claymont middle school counselor i am michelle henry i am the claymont middle school assistant principal
2: so um recently we were in uh, a crew of us were in claymont middle schools doing the catch my breath presentations to the entire middle school which was a really neat opportunity for Diane, myself, and a couple of Diana's co-workers, as well as Marina Colombo from the ESC. Um, But I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit about why we were down there, Um, what you're seeing happening as far as vaping is is becoming an issue within that school system.
3: Do you wanna start off first by letting them know what the Catch My Breath program is?
2: Sure, go ahead. ahead.
3: Okay, (laughs) Catch My Breath program is an evidence-based program and it is the only evidence-based program that deals with vaping and that is a program that claymont was the very first school that jumped on and said yes we have a vaping problem please come down and do it Mm -hmm. so anyone out there that wants um, a vaping program to catch my breath is Mm -hmm. evidence-based
1: um jody and diane have been working with claymont city schools for some time they've been in our building for a couple of years but um, obviously, vaping isn't unique to just Claymont. It's a countywide problem, statewide problem. Um, I'm sure across the country a problem, but you know, we saw it last year a little bit, and this year it seems like maybe once a week we're confiscating one vape or more from students from sixth grade through eighth grade. Um, so we know it's a definite problem seeing it a tiny bit even at our intermediate building recently so we know the kids are getting it and um, it's right at their fingertips and I'm sure we'll talk later but they don't even know sometimes what the vapes contain that they're smoking so
2: very good um, and kudos to you guys for jumping on the um, you know getting ahead of these issues because yeah everybody's kind of following in line behind you so you really recognized it early and hopefully we can get ahead of it a little bit quicker. I was um, just contacted last week by one of the local judges to do some prevention stuff or some anti or um, back end stuff uh, with some of the kids he's seeing that are coming th- out of the schools and being reported and then, you know, trying to, to do some alternative, um,
3: I don't know, Consequences. Something besides out-of-school
2: suspension,
1: alternative suspension. Yeah, that's something we actually started last year. Um, Jody had shared some resources with um, Mr. Watkins, who's on the um, vaping task force as an administrator, and he gave them for me to sort through, and I made our own um, alternative to suspension to use in my building, which I've also shared with our high school, um, the state tells us now we can't have as many suspensions. And so we're trying to cut down on some of that, but also um, not just cutting down on the suspensions, but the education of vaping, the side effects, um, some of the things that the kids aren't thinking about. So they sit through a program. um, And then if they complete that, they take it seriously, they avoid being suspended. So um, we've used it way more this year than I'd like to admit um, more so than last year but I'm glad we had it and then uh, the information we share and that's very similar to some of the things they hear from that all of the students get to hear from you guys that they heard here just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. so so do you think
3: it's working with the kids do you do you think that besides us coming in them setting in in school suspension and actually having to do something do you think it's
1: registering with them i'm not i'm not sure yet it's almost too soon to tell for me i just feel like all of a sudden they're able to get their hands on it more than ever i i don't know if it has something to do with the pandemic and just more downtime. and um i know you know one of the things we talked about when you ladies were in our building and we mentioned to jody is that they're walking right into local stores gas stations and they're being sold some of these products and they're um like i said they're just they're there for them they they get them they sell them to each other Um, they're stealing them from parents they're stealing them from friends parents Um, and they think they're almost like candy you know there's every flavor you can imagine and to them, it's almost it's almost like candy. And, and many of them think still, they think that it's better than smoking. They think it's just a vapor, um, just a, water, a vapor. water vape that, you know, doesn't have any side effects or consequences to their bodies. And that's the main thing we're trying to teach them. Going, I sat with the kids this year to do the alternative. Um, and I feel like some of them are like, wow, it opened their eyes to some things they didn't know, and I think some of them are just like, Yeah, whatever. It's a chance I'm willing to take because I like it. Um, what do you think, Mrs. Massa?
0: sadly, some of them are addicted already. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had
0: conversations with students um, privately, you know, and I'm just like, just tell, you know, do you think it has become an addiction for you? And kids are, for whatever reason, pretty upfront and honest with me, and they'll say, Yeah needed at this point so then it it becomes a whole different ball game yeah
3: what are you seeing with the parents when you call the parents are they accepting to it are they like well it's not that big of a deal because I know we've had some occasions where it's like the parents are buying it for the kids Mm -hmm. you know is it more education that we need with the
1: parents Mm -hmm. and the kids at the same time I have found that many of them are taken back that their kid even had it in their possession. Not that they're like, ah, no big deal. I haven't had that situation much. Um, I don't even know where they'd get it. We don't, we don't use that. You know, where are they getting the money for that? How much do these things even cost? You know, the parents don't know much about them. And when she said about the addiction, I mean, we have kids that we see going in and out of the bathroom several times a day. And then we, Kind of get savvy to the fact that there's another reason why they're going in there. So that's how they've, many of them have been busted and they're addicted. And that's one of the things we talk about in that alternative to suspension, you know, you're opening your brain to addiction. It's, you could smoke this one time and you've now opened your brain up to addiction. And then sometimes when the vape isn't enough, then it's marijuana. And if marijuana is not enough, then what, you know, and I think that that's a scary thought for kids sometimes to think about like, well, I don't, you know i don't want to be addicted to drugs and then they'll talk about somebody they know and somebody they love that's been addicted and so
3: i know when autumn and i and our coworkers were down at the school and we talked with the kids a lot of the kids didn't even realize we were telling them you don't know what's in that mm-hmm. you know you're not buying it firsthand you're buying it from somebody else where are they getting it are they filling the pot mm-hmm. up themselves You don't know what's in that. So you may think that, hey, you're just getting vape juice Mm -hmm. and you could be getting marijuana. The marijuana that's coming in and the um, vapes are so common that the kids don't even know.
1: And they've changed so much over time. Um, Where we saw it was rare that we would confiscate a vape, they were kind of bigger and bulkier. The big moths. And now they're like, you know, all different shapes, all different sizes, and they hide them. Every I know Jody has done the hit um, it was hidden site. in plain sight mm-hmm. for for things not just vapes you yeah. know, drugs and alcohol all of it um, but they you know a lot of the sweatpants now have there's the pockets then there's an inside pocket they hide it in there they um, open up they the separate. hole where the um, string of their sweatpants comes out and they slide it in the waistband through there and hide it in their waistbands their socks their shoes up their sleeves in their muck rubber boots that they wear to school i mean they hide it anywhere and everywhere they even know now to ask friends to hold it for them because they're like i i might get searched because i think they know i have one so now friends are holding it for them and unfortunately sometimes the friends get caught with the possession of a vape at school but like i said i know it's not unique just to us it's it's everywhere everywhere. Um, I know it is just from talking to principals in other districts and friends who teach in other districts or friends that have children in other districts. It's it's happening everywhere. I just uh, I don't think some parents are aware of just how bad it really is. And sometimes they think that their kid wouldn't do it, but they are doing it. Um, So.
3: And, you know, like you said, they come in every shape. Mm -hmm. I seen a vape device this weekend that was no bigger than an old bic lighter the top of the device folded down so if it's in your pocket it almost looks like a silver dollar mm-hmm. i was blown away how little it was and i said it just folded down and you could never tell it was a yeah, and
1: device a lot of them look like the usb yeah the usb uh, a lot of parents thought you know yeah, yeah, they're like i've seen that and i didn't even think that that's what it was we actually had a teacher this year one fell out onto the floor And she watched the student pick it up. And then another student said, hey, they had a vape. And she's like, I wouldn't have even known. I thought that's what I thought it was. And so then Mr. Watkins and I, we have a a bag full of the various ones we've confiscated, took it to a staff meeting and just said, these are some of the things you need to be watching for. Um, And the main one we've confiscated this year, it's the VUSE, the V-U-S-E, U S E. Mm -hmm. um, They're blue, red, silver. That is the biggest one that's Um, your
2: the tobacco company is doing a 99 percent or 99 cent promotion so they can get the unit for a dollar so they've made the tobacco companies have not done us any favors from a prevention standpoint because they've made them super affordable for kids to get their hands on and easy even if somebody's reselling it to them it's still not going to be very expensive so Mm -hmm. it it just yeah it makes it way too easy it's that's really concerning
3: we got a lot of good information though when we was down there i can't thank Claymont enough. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been excellent for us, especially with us just starting up the 92 Initiative um, Committee in Yricksville. What we've been doing in the school helps me out in the public, so I can not only help the kids, but I can also help the parents. So Claymont's been excellent, and the kids, God love them. Great when kids, you ask them a man. question, they answered. Yeah. I mean, no, and they were honest. I'm mean, very honest they they helped yeah. out a lot on telling us hey this is where we're getting them these are the stores we can walk into mm-hmm. so it, we told them what you say in here you we don't know who you are we don't know your names mm-hmm. it stays in here but it helps us and it really has they it gave us a lot of really good information yeah we that had in some of the eighth grade
2: classes that we had the last day uh, really shared we were kind of picking their brains a little like how can we convey this information to you that you understand that this is important, that this is, you know, we don't wanna stand in front of you guys and say, don't do this, it's bad for you, because they it goes right over their heads. Like, mm-hmm. how can we communicate to you? And they were, they were really good with giving us feedback, because we don't wanna go in and do all these programs and have them just be, you know, be clanging gongs in their ears, because yeah. it, that doesn't help anybody. But a lot of them, you know, th- mm-hmm. weren't aware of the harms. Mm-hmm. They thought, I mean, Half only half of them thought it was put potentially bad for you. Of, of did
3: you guys see this?
2: About three hundred responses we got back.
3: We actually um, did. It was on the last day. We just did a quick survey of the kids and said, "Hey, answer some questions for us and be honest." And this was kind of like I brought what we got you guys too so. Okay,
2: yeah,
1: I didn't see those.
2: Yeah, now what the, we got the, in return. Yeah, the second half were only some of the classes. You just want to say what a yeah. couple um yeah i mean like i said only a little over half did realize it was bad for them um but some of their choices for for not using you know they they realize it could have future impact on their ability to play, even play sports or go into the workforce um but sadly only 38 of of about the 300 we got back thought it was addictive and that's uh, that's interesting because we, we hit that every single week, but that just shows you, I feel like that they really didn't, even if they hear that it's addictive, they don't see the long-term health effects down the line. They don't see the, the consequences, the potential future consequences. It's just, and that's part of being a youth. I get that. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it was really interesting. Um, and I think too, a lot, you know, we ask them in the beginning, in the first class, what do you think is in a vape? And so many of them just thought it was water vapor. And that's where I feel like maybe there needs to be more education to the parents in saying that this is, and I remember years ago when this was first coming up, my kids were younger, you know, I, I had a parent tell me that, hey, it's better than them smoking, it's better. It's it's still harmful. And I think that that's where the, the education yeah. gap is missing.
1: I, I mean, I didn't think about it as much until toward the end of last school year, right before the pandemic till now, um, and how bad it is. I even have conversations with my little guy who just turned 11, you know, when you're out on your bike with all your buddies and somebody asks you or shows you, just don't ever, you know, talking about peer pressure and telling him about what they look like and what it could do to his body. You know, he's into sports, he's smart, what it could do to your brain, um, and just having those conversations already. And sometimes I think, parents think that if they have the conversation too early you know they're too young to know about that but he's not i mean he's going to be in sixth grade next year and we're seeing it used by our sixth graders so i think having those honest conversations so he knows i know he loves sports and i know he wants to do well in school what that could do to him Mm -hmm. so yeah parents being really proactive Mm -hmm. and that's
3: that's, I think there, you hit it on the head where the parents think they're too young. I start my prevention in fourth grade mm-hmm. and these kids are so smart. Mm-hmm. They they know a lot more than what my kids did in fourth grade and what I did in fourth grade. And I do think that it needs to be talked about at a younger age. I do feel that the parents need to have that conversation. But I think that a lot of the parents are scared too. Mm-hmm. I think they're afraid to answer that question. That's one thing I think we... Gained their trust because on the last day we told them open honest mm-hmm. you know it, it's free gain. you talk to us ask us the questions that you're scared to ask mm-hmm. anyone and they asked both of us if we've ever smoked and we answered them truthfully mm-hmm. you know we're not going to lie to you we answered truthfully and that's when we got to trust and they talked to us mm-hmm. and every kid every class said this is what we need we need someone to come in and just be truthful with us and answer questions for us mm-hmm. and i i really do feel that Even in our surveys, they said, hey, don't do as many PowerPoints, but ask us questions and talk to us. Mm -hmm. We'll remember it more.
1: Unfortunately, one of the sad things right now, I think there's some who see it as a game. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. They're getting their hands on it. Let's see if we can get it to school without Mrs. Henry Mr. Watkins catching us. How many times Um, can we
3: smoke it behind the teacher's back? How
1: much money I can make off of it, even if they're not smoking it, it's i can get it for 99 cents sell it for ten dollars i'm making nine dollars toward a playstation card you know mm-hmm. i also think you know there's kids that we found with wads of money like that's a sign where that come from mm-hmm. you know wow. uh, playstation cards in their fronts of pockets of their backpacks that they didn't get for birthdays or parents didn't know they had like where's this stuff coming from um just not don't be blind and naive to some of those things, I think, um, to tell the parents, just ask questions and and search their things, because you just never know. And one of the ads you guys brought in when I sat in with one of our sixth grade groups, um, it was like a trick-or-treat ad, and it, you, it was almost like it was made for children. The vapes and um, it, the pumpkins and the different colors, and it different looked like either. candy. And so that would look intriguing to a little kid. It tastes like watermelon watermelon and blueberry and strawberry. Um, so when little kids look at that, they're kinda of thinking, I I kinda of wouldn't mind trying that. So it's sad that the tobacco companies do target our kids and it's scary. And I I've never I've never seen those things, but also sitting in on your education you did with our kids, I I enjoyed listening to it myself because um I don't see the vaping ads come up on my social media because they're not targeting me. Mm -hmm. They're targeting my 14-year-old and my 11-year-old. And so then hearing my sixth graders say, oh, yeah, we see that on Instagram or it comes up on our Snapchat as an advertisement. I didn't even know our kids were seeing those things. I didn't know my kids were seeing those things. So I, that's as an educator and a parent was news to me because I, when they asked those questions, how many of you see advertisements with, you know, athletes, or how many times do you see the advertisements on social media? I was sitting there thinking to myself, I never do, mm-hmm. because they're not targeting me; they're targeting not our the kids, kids. and That's sad and scary. Yeah. And speaking of
2: social media, that was another eye opener for me. Uh, how savvy they are! I mean, obviously they're way savvier than I am with social media. However, I thought Snapchat was fairly harmless. Like they're using that as a huge resource to um, buy and sell. To buy and sell. That I mean, that's become the trading platform. And I thought, you know, how do you even get ahead of that? Because they're so locked down into their groups, no parent is ever going to see that. Right. They all have private accounts right. or whatever yep. they. The they thing. even gave us
3: names of a couple of the mm-hmm. accounts that set up the where they mm-hmm. buy so i'm like okay i'm going to try now yeah. so i let my grandson i'm like here you do this Accepted immediately because they knew who he was they knew he was in the school so i had to hurry up and delete it but mm-hmm. it was one of those things where wow they they're smart enough to know we don't know who this person is we're not letting them in
1: yeah and some of our kids have social media accounts that parents don't even know about and they're my like, kid doesn't even have a cell phone well, they log into their social media from their friends' cell phones on the weekends or at school. Um, and, you know, of course, then they hide things in the hidden vault or it looks like a calculator yeah. app, but you, it's, you punch a code and it takes you into a hidden mm-hmm. app where they have Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook hidden and their parents don't even know they have it. So, yeah, it's like they're savvy for sure. <laughs>
3: Did you see a difference in the kids' attitudes once we were down there? After the week, the month long of us being there, did you see like an increase of them coming in and wanting help, or like oh, you know, maybe
1: uh, they, we'd if they change. were going to ask for help, they'd probably ask Mrs. Monticelli or do our online referral.
0: Um, I we have a
1: about our online referral. Um,
0: Mrs. Henry and I were talking about that. It's an anonymous way. Like we've always taught our kids: see something, say something. And we know that they don't want to say something if the kids are going to know and. Um so I just I don't know how many years ago set up a Google form where the kids can refer themselves to my office or refer someone else without it collecting who referred. There's oh, a space wow. to put in the name. Now
3: that's on the Aportis too, correct?
0: That's supposed to be on the Aportus, yeah. Whenever I, I just it. seen it Friday. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next school year we're gonna have like a full blown system of that district wide, which is great. But I would say this last school year that that online referral system in the past let's say you know I'm at lunch and I notice my friend's not eating and I'm worried about her I might tell Mrs. Monticelli hey she hasn't been eating then you know we'd take care of it that way but this last year we have gotten a lot of I guess for lack of a better word tip-offs about vapes mm-hmm. you know it'll come in down. it'll say a person's name and it'll say they have the vape in their sock or you know whatever and and it's time stamped so as soon as i see that then i'll call her or brian and we'll go to the classroom or we'll go wherever it is and and i've even um, gone in before and kids are i have pretty good relationship i'd say with 99 percent of the students in the building and um, one student i was able to just say just tell me where is it at i know it's in your boot you know and then they just kind of give it to you because they know mm-hmm. but
3: now just in case we have some parents or even some of the kids watching or listening to this this online referral this is totally confidential correct mm-hmm. just so yeah. the, the students yeah. and the mm-hmm. parents understand that yes hey we're not narkin mm-hmm, because right. they don't know it yeah. was me
1: right yeah and that's that's one thing we we've we become a leader in me school district and we tell the kids all the time, if you see something, say something, that doesn't mean you're being a, they say snitch or a tattletale or a narc. It just means, you know, that something that's not supposed to be happening is going on. And an adult needs to know this is a harmful thing. These kids are doing something that they're not of legal age to do and it's harmful to them. So it's not being a snitch. And so, like she said, we have gotten some that said, I think I saw one fall out of so to backpack. And. Sometimes I'll say to myself when I, you know, hear a certain, I'll say, no, there's no way, no way. I'm gonna search through things, I'm not going to find it, and I do. And that's why I'm saying it's, it could be any of our kids, it it could be my kids tomorrow, I don't know, I just know that we have to make sure that we are, as parents, aware of, you know, where they are, looking through our kids' things, who they're hanging out with, um, because they can get them everywhere I mean they know where they can get them and just uh, back
0: backing up on that referral system it's not mainly used for that like kids will refer themselves hey I need to talk about whatever the issue is Um, or if a student has made a comment to a friend that they just don't feel like living anymore don't tell anyone I said that then our kids know to tell an adult so we can get that kid help and our parents are pretty I think educated about the fact that if there's ever a situation where we're worried about a child's safety; they're going to hurt themselves or someone else, or someone's hurting them. The parents are called immediately. So, I just I
3: great. think that's great. I think it's um, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, when I was in school, I think that would have been so mm-hmm. tremendous to have mm-hmm. just knowing that it's confidential and you can get help, and not everyone knows
0: it. Mm-hmm. And you don't I have to that. start the conversation either. That's the nice thing about it. All you have to do is let us know that you need help. And then we'll seek you out, and we'll we'll get the conversation started with you.
2: I'm curious to just circling back, you know, we talked about you know how you're certain that there are kids that are already have a nicotine addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, we provided them all with quit line information. Again, it's it's confidential. They can reach out on their own, get get some support that way. So I will get numbers back, not from individual names, but. It'll, it'll tell us if there's an increase in that. So I'm curious to see, because that's really the first, you know, hand-to-hand distribution of information we've given to see maybe,
3: you know, maybe we can get some kids help that are already addicted. And, yeah. you know, we had kids ask for it. We, after our classes, we actually had kids come up and say, hey, I need help. Mm-hmm. Where can I go? What can I do? It's not, I don't want the school to know, but can I do it without the school knowing? Yeah. You know, so... The quit line cards came out early a couple times Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I mean there's not a doubt in my mind you guys coming has helped even if it helps a handful of our kids yeah. you know just you do it one time you could become addicted that's enough to scare some kids um, and not want those things to happen to them um, some kids I think are already so far in and they're not they're only they're just doing what they enjoy and want to do right now yeah. kind of you know being rebels but for sure there are kids, without a doubt, I know you guys, the information you gave was useful to them and it was useful to me as an educator and a parent. I learned things from you guys that I didn't know too, so. Well, and we
3: tried to explain to them, you know, you guys are a role model, maybe for your younger siblings, but maybe your classmates, you know? What would you want someone to think of you? And then that's how you wanna roll. And there was a lot of kids, it was like, never thought of my little brother as looking up to me and wanting to be like me so you know we talked about a lot of that stuff with them and just mm-hmm. made them see it through a, a different view mm-hmm. instead of just going in and preaching yeah and I was like no look this is real life and we even touched on look you don't know what's in them do you know nicotine is the biggest addiction but what do you get out of it and one kid says oh i like the nicotine high okay so what if it quits mm-hmm. what are you gonna go to right you know what's your next step oh well i don't know so unfortunately i did bring up my brother's passing and i told him i'm like look it happens at your age it starts at your guys' yeah. age and you could see a lot of them when they hear real life it mm-hmm. drew yeah, them yeah, in a yeah. lot more it definitely yeah it made it, an impact it's
2: not as um yeah, remote of a, or a general black and white yeah yeah it's it's more and, I, you know, I almost thought it was interesting, too, having Poet in the school. Yeah. And we talk about, very briefly, about how if their animals were to get a hold of these devices, and I give the example that my kids leave their stuff lay all over the place, so what if accidentally you're a family pet? And that really rang home to a lot of these kids. They're very compassionate kids, so yeah. they would never want to do anything that would harm someone else or the right. family pet. Mm-hmm. So i think just trying to hit every angle and really get kids to see that this is a dangerous thing they're messing with they could hurt other people not just themselves
1: there was uh, my son wrestled in virginia beach over the weekend and when we were um, going down the strip to go out to dinner one night there's a vape shop like probably every three to four souvenir shops on the strip and i just of course those things i look at those things now where before i never would have um the kids going in and out of those vape shops i'm you're i think you have to be 18 or you're supposed to be to even one is it 21 21
2: in ohio well yeah. no it's federal it's now 21 yeah, in federal. Federal. so
1: but i mean the i saw kids that were at least you know no older than 14 15 years old going in and out um probably kids that live down there or maybe kids that were there vacationing vacation. i don't know but i'm i just they were probably going in there and buying. So did you things. go in? I did not go in. No, I just <laughs> was <laughs> checking it out as we were driving I by. I went in just so I could see what they had. Yeah, what the definitely weren't were. twenty-one years <laughs> old. And the
2: other thing to keep in mind is it's not just buying the the nicotine device; it could be any of the accessories. Mm-hmm. All of that is illegal to purchase for twenty-one and over. It can be any piece of that. It doesn't have to be the specific nicotine item. Lighters lighters are classified they're they're classified yeah Yeah. so it's also educating our retailers like this is this a violation of your of your permit is there anything Um, we didn't go over that you guys wanted to touch on uh, as far as
3: i have a question what from the perspective of my 922 committee what can i take back to the committee because we are partnering with the health department for the tobacco grant what can we bring into like over the summer that you think would be beneficial to try to deter the kids to help the kids or even the parents? What, from your guys' perspective, what do you think we could do to draw the kids in to listen to us?
1: I, I think parents need to know more about it so that parents are searching for it as much as we are at school, watching for it as much as we are at school. You know, some kid like we've had kids get busted this year walking down the hallway and accidentally dropping it out of their hands, falling out of backpacks. So they're in their kids' things. So y- you hate to feel like you can't trust your kids, but sometimes it's, you know, they've got it for the first time and they were going to try it over the weekend or, and they haven't tried it yet, or they're holding it for someone um, but I think parents need to see what they look like, um, where they're hiding them, how they're hiding them, and, and even be educated on the fact that they're getting them locally from places.
3: So, so a good, tomorrow night starts the Denison Railroad Festival, mm-hmm. and we are actually doing a resource and informational blitz down there mm-hmm. where we have a bunch of companies coming down. We will have a booth there. Are you do you think if i brought down some of the vaping devices for parents to actually see yeah. Yeah. and explain to them look mm-hmm. because we also have the shirt have you guys seen the shirt that's got the vape device built huh. into the shirt
1: oh yeah i've seen the hoodies, yeah, and, the things. hoodies yeah. and then mm-hmm. there's the
3: hat that's got the vape device mm-hmm. built into the hat yeah bring some of that down tomorrow night do you think that's a good place to start i do yeah
2: and we would do have plans to put some information parent-driven information on the Apportus mm-hmm. site to, you know, funnel mm-hmm. stuff. Because you have a, there's a balance you have to strike. You don't want to over-educate right. the kids, too. You don't want to show them things that, oh, yeah. we it didn't could know be that appealing, existed. <laughs> but yeah. stuff that parents need I think
1: that parents helping to crack down on it at home and kids knowing that their parents know more about it might help us at school, too, from them bringing it to school. So I think that what you just said is really
0: important because... The kids thinking that their parents don't know what's going on is an open gateway to them to do something. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our kids, um, if they knew that their parents were going to be checking, wouldn't do it. Mm
3: -hmm. It's funny you say that, because when Jody and I do our hidden in plain sight, I always end with, if you're not making your kids mad, you're not doing your job. Yeah. They'll love you in the long run, but they'll right. hate you at the yeah. moment.
1: I always say, as the assistant principal, I'm the most hated. There's no doubt about it. It's okay, <laughs> okay, though. I Hopefully, some of them someday will look back and see that tough love meant that we care about them. And Mr. Watkins tells the kids all the time, they're like, I feel like we're you know in trouble all the time. It's because we haven't given up on you. If right. we quit asking you questions and we quit checking on you, that means we've given up, but we haven't given up. So we're not and we're not going to and so it's okay it's okay that I'm you know can be the most uh, if I'm the most hated as long as I'm hopefully helping some of them in the long run to make better choices um so just something I've had to get adjusted to (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) through the years very good all
3: right well if anyone wants any more information on vaping devices how to get help with vaping you can always Um, check out the adc facebook page you can check out the adc website at www.adc.org or tuskadc.org, sorry or you can um, check out the health department's website
2: and you can um, for youth um, you can go to my life my quit uh, for cessation confidential cessation information and thank you again for again letting us go in and do the catch my breath trainings and being so proactive and such wonderful examples for yeah. the students in your district. We appreciate
1: it and we look forward to having you guys Ready back here next, next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tuscarus County Anti Drug Coalition podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and visit our website at adctusk.org.